Welcome to another edition of Hometown Novel News, a monthly podcast bringing you the latest news about literary events, people of interest, and other noteworthy topics about the ever-changing literary world. My name is Mike Brown, and many of you know me as T.M. Brown, a Southern author of three published novels, and a fourth, The Last Lair to Sapelo, a historical novel about the story Georgia Coast at the breakout of the war between the states coming out this August, published by Kohler Books. Pre-order information is available at tmbrownauthor.com or visit Noonan Book Company to place your order. So enough of my own self-indulgent advertisement. More importantly, uh, I am the uh, founding president of Hometown Novel Writers Association, based right here in beautiful, historic Noonan, Georgia. I also am on the board of the Noonan Carnegie Library Foundation, and I'd like for you to mark your calendars for August 25th and 26th for the Sharpsburg Book Fair in the Old Town District of Sharpsburg. Friday night will be a fundraising dinner and silent auction with entertainment, including an Old Town Stroll. The proceeds from that evening will go to Coweta First Readers Foundation. On Saturday, over 50 regional authors will be on hand with books for all ages and interests. Our special guest authors will be Denise Weimer and Clay Bryant Sr. Denise is an author of historical and contemporary romance and romantic suspense, mostly set in our, uh, the home state of Georgia. She's authored a dozen traditionally published novels and a number of novellas with more coming in the coming months. Visit denisewimerbooks.com to learn more about her and her books, and better yet, come visit her during the, the book fair. We also have Clay Bryant Sr., who lives in LaGrange, Georgia, but uh, he had a long career in law enforcement. He was uh, the police chief in Hogansville. He had followed in his father's footsteps. He has written two regional bestsellers about famous murder mysteries in Troop County, Georgia. The first being Solving the West Georgia Murder of Gwendolyn Moore, and most recently, The Cold Case Murder of Fred Wilkinson, Untangling the Black Widow's Web in West, uh, West Georgia. Both are true crime books by Arcadia Publishers. But... This month's edition of Hometown Novel News, we are going to talk about writing sports novels with a special guest author, Bob Mosley, who now lives right here in Noonan, Georgia, but hails from Connecticut. His bio reads, Growing up, Bob Mosley dreamed of becoming a pro athlete. However, when reality finally set in, he decided to do the next best thing, write about sports. Bob is the author of Out of Bounds, a national reader's favorite, award-winning sports mystery about a high school scandal that hits a little too close to home. His second book, Choker, won first place in both the 2020 American Fiction Awards and Indie Diamond Book Awards. His latest sports novel, just recently out, is titled The Gift. It features a struggling Noonan baseball pitcher in the minor leagues who, on the cusp of giving up his dream, miraculously acquires the gift and soon finds himself pitching for the Atlanta Braves in the World Series. I had the privilege of offering a review for his latest story, and here's my take on it. Bob Mosley has crafted another memorable sports story that can be enjoyed by young and old alike. The story is more than another baseball hero story. It offers a tale about fleeting fame, redemption, forgiveness, and the enduring value of an act of kindness. 
In addition to pinning young adult novels, Bob has written for Sports Illustrated, the New York Times, and Tennis Magazine, and been honored with New England Writing Awards from the Associated Press, along with the first place award for children's stories from Writers International Forum. He's a graduate of Wittenberg University in Ohio, where he played baseball and football. Welcome, Bob Mosley. It's an honor and privilege to catch up with you again today, and we share a passion for sports and writing stories around that passion, and therefore, I'm looking forward to this interview today. So say hello, Bob. Thanks, uh, Mike. It's just great to be here. Well, thank you, and it is always an honor to have you here. Before we dig into the stories that you've written and, and share a lot, some of the insight with the audience uh, for what they want to find out about you, I'm curious, uh, can you kind of fill them in a little bit more about your background and how you wound up in Noonan, Georgia, because I know you have a, a New England uh, uh, background. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I have to correct you on one thing. I, I live in Peachtree City, really close by. Close but, enough. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, I love the town of Noonan. Uh, it's really a charming, charming place. Um, I grew up on Long Island uh, through eighth grade, and then moved to Connecticut. So I'm pretty much a Northeasterner. Um, but I got to know Georgia because my parents retired down here. Uh, my dad was a pilot, and uh, there's a lot of pilots in this area, so he thought it was a, would be a great place. And plus, he knew some people who were down here. And we'd come down during the holidays, play golf, and, uh, and really got to know the area. And uh, so I decided that this is the area that I wanted to retire in. Uh, wanted to leave the Northeast where, you know, Georgia taxes are a lot nicer, a lot better, and uh, got a beautiful home right on the golf course. It's it's just a great place to live, and I'm enjoying retirement. You didn't have to move your snow shovel or snow plows and all <laughs> no. that stuff. Gave those away. <laughs> <laughs> well, very good. We are um, pleased that you're here now, and I've enjoyed being around Bob now for the last couple of years since I've got to meet him, and he's an active member and part of our Hometown Novel Writers uh, group. We certainly appreciate that. So let's take a moment here to talk a little bit about your three sports novels. Out of Bounds is about football, Choker's about basketball, and The Gift is about baseball. You're covering all the sports bases. I have little doubt your love of sports and your career led you to writing these wonderful young adult novels. Tell us a little more about yourself and your motivation in writing these stories. Well, I was pretty much a, uh, a journalist most of my life, a uh, few years of teaching, but I was in newspapers and, uh, and uh, magazines as well. Um, but when I got to my 50s, I decided, you know, I was teaching. Actually, this came about because I was teaching at the time, and uh, I, uh, the kids used to come up to me and say, uh, Mr. Mosley, can you recommend a sports novel for us uh, because, you know, we don't, we don't, uh, they knew I was a sports writer in my past life. Um, and I didn't, uh, didn't have many that I really liked, to tell you the truth. Uh, Friday Night Lights was a wonderful book, mm -hmm. but there were a lot that I felt uh, ta uh, treated sports kind of superficially and didn't really get to the way athletes feel and uh, what they think and, uh, you know, the, re the reality of sports. Um, so I decided, you know, I think I can write a better sports novel than some of the ones I'm seeing in school. Uh, so I went about, set about doing it. And uh, my first book uh, was a mystery. 
and it kind of out of bounds. And it's uh, it's the of the three books, it's the one book where not everybody's into sports so much, but uh, it, this book can can hook other people who aren't into sports because it's a mystery, and it kind of updates Watergate into a modern day storyline involving a high school reporter mm. who under who uncovers something going on in his uh, at his high school and it involves sports uh, but it's the football book um, I, I set out to write uh, football baseball and basketball so I wanted to write three different three different books three different sports um, my next book uh, choker was the basketball book and it's a book about um, a kid who doesn't really fit in it's at high school. He's biracial, and he's in a suburban school where uh, there aren't many people that look like him. And he's even more alienated when he blows the high school champ state championship game. Uh, he just freezes up completely with the game on the line and throws up an air ball, and the second shot just clanks off the rim. Mm. And they, the other team rushes the ball down court, hits a layup, and they win by one. And so he has to overcome this stigma of being a choker, which uh, as anybody who follows sports would know that that is really the one thing that will get under the skin of, of uh, athletes if you, if you say they can't come through under pressure. Um, so uh, uh, the fellow uh, in the book, uh, Mark Chamberlain, uh, goes through some – Life events and things happen in his life, um, but uh, I, I won't tell the ending. But it's it involves a lot of different things. Um, my first two books, actually, uh, the first book involves somebody getting arrested for a crime out of bounds, and the second book, uh, there's a death in the second book. Mm. Um, third book, the gift is. A lighter book. I, I call it more like a beach read because it's meant to be like kind of, you know, funny at times. It's supposed to be mm -hmm. uh, something lighthearted, uh, no heavy, heavy drama, but it's just about a peculiar case of what happens to a player. And um, it, uh, it's a mystery just like uh, the first book was. Um, so the mystery has a twist ending at the end. Yes, and, it does. And you'll find out what happens to... Uh, uh, to the main character, who's a 21-year-old graduate of Noonan High School who works his way into the Braves organization, and it tells his career, it tells about his career path. Uh, it was a fascinating story, too, Reed, and, and it was uh, one where, you know, I could sit down literally in, uh, you know, with inside of two days, and I had read it and really got into it. And I know that the hook at the end of the story is you got to get there. To, mm -hmm. to, to, to make it all, you know, for it to come together for you. Mm -hmm. You know, you and I share, you know, a couple of passions. Um, you, you know, sports obviously is right there. Uh, we both went to college, played ball in different capacities. But we also looked at the reality of the world. Mm -hmm. The pros were not in our in our future. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, you know, so we ended up being involved in sports in other ways. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, even in my 
three book series, you know, that I've written, um, you know, sports and football plays a you know key role. High school sports plays mm-hmm. a key role in those three stories. So I've, you know, I've enjoyed seeing how you wrote in each of your three stories with those in mind and uh, your passion for trying to get the message out. Now, these are, you know, and I, and I, I will share this with the audience, um, even though these are classified as young adult, uh, it's. It doesn't matter your age. You'll enjoy reading it. Um, us older guys enjoy sitting back and thinking about those glory days, and some of, we can relate to the elements in each of the three stories, and kind of wish sometimes we could have been involved in those kind of situations, and um, and and can relate to it. You know. So you know, is there something next? What other sport? You know, have you got in mind? Have you got something in the mill? As of now, I'm pretty much finished, but uh, uh, there's, I'm not ruling out another book. Um, but uh, for right now, I've, I've met my uh, goal, which was to write a baseball book, a f- uh, basketball book, and a football book, uh, which I'm proud of all of them. And um, uh, I will say, you know, The Gift is a book where I, I'm trying to make people aware for the people who really don't follow it that well, how difficult it is to succeed in that in that profession mm-hmm. uh, basically one out of every 10 players who are signed to a pro baseball contract ever set foot on a on a major league diamond right uh, very tough and as he finds out and as you find out in the book too it's 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 one thing to make it there but it's another thing to stay there right and uh, one of my friends who was a made the big leagues, played five and a half years in the White Sox and Twins organizations, then became a minor league manager, uh, Matt Marullo. Uh, he just made it long enough to get his pension, which was great, uh, five and a half years. But, uh, but it's tough. You know, he bounced around to some different teams. And uh, uh, you really have to be super talented to, uh, you know, the Freddie Freemans of the world who stick and make big money. There's a lot of great athletes, and there's a, and what we would view as very very talented uh, athletes, uh, ball players of you know whether it's football, baseball, or, or uh, basketball. But the di- difference of being at that level, that high intensity, really is almost something magical or instinctive. It's 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 just something that separates you. Um, apart from those that are almost equally as talented you're just for some reason you're just that cream above you know that separates you out um you know it's the guy that screams for the ball when the when the game is on the line it's the one that says hey hand me the ball i'll score uh or the pitcher who says coach i got it you know and um you know and he he wants to be the pitcher on the mound when the things are on the line and those are uh, those are unique gifts, the ability to do that. Not just say it from emotions, but then deliver. That's what separates out great athletes from really the, the cream of the crop that mm. do make it to the pro level and stay there for a long life. Right. Right. So, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, even in the NBA, people will tell you there are a lot of players that don't want the ball to the end of the game, mm. and in college too. Um, that's what makes uh, Jimmy Butler, who's uh, playing for the Miami Heat in the playoffs now, kind of unique because he 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 takes on the challenge all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there there's several that stand out in that mind. You know, you know, and for me, I, you know, um, you know, there 
seeing the high quality of ball players, you know, the Peyton Mannings of the football world, and you know, from that side of things, baseball, you know, I listen, I, you and I, you, you're from the New England background. I'm a New York Yankees fan. Matter of fact, I was bragging with my daughter up in, you know, lives outside of Boston. I said, will they allow me into, you know, um, the stadium there in Boston for the at Red Sox play? Because <laughs> yeah. the Yankees are playing the Red Sox while I'm up there, and I'm trying to get tickets. Um, because I went to school with Bucky Dent. Oh. And, and I figure if that got out when I walked into that stadium, I might be in trouble. <laughs> so yeah, he's not a beloved character. Just one of those. That's one of those athletes that you know when you first look at him, he's as bow legged as it comes. Um, but he was just a gifted athlete, yeah. um, and he he was the guy that always wanted to be you know the guy that had to deliver at the crunch time to to win the games. And I mm-hmm. think that's great. But taking a small you know break back from that the, uh, before I move on to talking about writing itself. The gift, I want to talk to the audience and let them know that this is based in uh, Noonan um, from, with all of the, the, the settings, the character that he's, uh, you know, so kind of play that up a little bit about to the Noonan home crowd, how Noonan fits into the story. Uh, well, yeah, the character, I try to move my books around. Um, my first book I said in Illinois, and that was a, there was a reason for that because uh, Bob Woodward makes an appearance in the book, and he's from Rockford, Illinois. Hmm. Um, there's another uh, – Choker was set in Connecticut, and it was about uh, you know, high schools in Connecticut, and, uh, which you know, I used to cover uh, when I was a sports writer in uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut, along with a lot of other things as I worked my way up. Um, and the gift is set here in Georgia because uh, – I just thought it would be a good place, you know, to and, and with the fever for the Braves, I, I thought that would be a good, uh, a good book to write. Um, uh, Noonan is, uh, you know, there's Will Smith. There's been some great athletes that come out of Noonan, and uh, yeah, somebody asked me one time if it was based on him, and I said no, it wasn't really, um, but uh, but it's from. It's just about an athlete. Uh, from a you know mid-sized city in uh, Georgia, and uh, it's uh, you know I, I I try to set some of the scenes here. One of the big events which happens in the book is a uh, kind of a uh, miserable event from the past here, uh, which was the tornado passing mm-hmm, through. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it's it's very much a book which I hope that Georgians will will enjoy. No, I have no, I have no doubt about it because you know I have had the benefit of reading it and I, I highly recommend um, you know that to you. Um, but I also would da- ask this question then, um, just to shift it a little bit because we have a lot of the aspiring authors and writers that listen to this podcast as well, and that's what we do at Hometown Novel Writers Association as well as introducing the authors. What advice would you like to share with aspiring writers listening to this podcast? Uh, well, a couple of things. One is uh, it really – and I felt this way as a, as a newspaper reporter too. A good story is 70% if you have a good idea for it. You know, if you, recognize, you can recognize a good story. Um, so if you can, it kind of can write itself. Um, one other thing I would say to aspiring writers is this is a business of no's. I mean my friend used to say, oh uh, – 
these um, book publishers are programmed to say no. So uh, just keep plugging away. I mean, even to, uh, even the Harry Potter series was turned down like 30 times or so. Um, you're going to get a lot of no's. You have to have a thick skin, mm -hmm. and you just have to keep plugging away and uh, try to uh, – just try to write something that you think might strike a chord with uh, with uh, readers. Now, I, I'm writing fiction, but uh, uh, nonfiction is a little bit different. Uh, it's it's e a little bit easier to sell and get published with nonfiction. Um, but you really have to go at it because a, a publisher will probably, or an agent, will um, read a book, uh, will read the first few pages basically and make a judgment and uh mm -hmm. so i kind of like to start my book off with like a kind of some kind of a maybe not startling event but something that'll grab someone's attention uh, because the uh and i try to make the books because i'm writing for a young adult audience but it's also a book that i try to market to adults because i think they'd enjoy it too so i try to make the book move move along fast uh, you know, uh, attention spans and things are, aren't quite what they used to be. And especially, that's especially true with teenagers. Um, especially male teenagers. You yeah. Know, teenage yeah. boys, yeah. That's a tough nut to crack. Uh, most of the people who write, most of the teens that buy books are girls. Mm -hmm. And they're buying chick lit, which is, you know, a, a reference for romance. That's uh, out of our genre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do have... Each book, I have a girlfriend and some kind of a romance mm -hmm. uh, angle into it um, because you're trying to make it, you know, so other people will pick up the book, not just people who like sports. Yeah. Well, uh, very good. I think that's good. That is all great advice. Just like we were talking about how hard it is to become a professional athlete in any of the sports, becoming a published author has got its challenges too. Um, the scouts looking for talent are looking for a reason why not to take somebody rather than why to take somebody. Right. Uh, the same thing's true in the publishing world for for books, and you know, and there's a it is a challenge, but. The cream does rise to the to the top. You just have to keep plugging away, mm -hmm. and if, you know, and 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 hopefully that uh, you know fortune will be your you know be in, in in the future for you. So where can you where can readers find your books, Bob? Well, uh, there I've got a publisher, uh, BQB Publishing, which is a small publisher, independent publisher in North Carolina. Um, but the books are on Amazon. You can get them in Barnes and Noble. Most most uh, distributors have them. Um, I try to get books into the local libraries if I can, uh, but uh, you can uh, you can pretty much find the book if you or just look on Amazon. You know, Google my name or just put in my name uh, M O S E L E Y and the title, and it'll show the books and it'll show you reviews. Um, and it's also at the corner bookstore, which is. One of the uh, places that I'm trying to uh, uh, sell out of in um, in Noonan, and uh, uh, that's why it's great to be on this podcast because people 
won't have to go far yeah. if they are interested in buying. Yeah, it. I know your books are at Corner Arts Gallery uh, in in the book nook there. So when you do venture in uh, to look at any of the different uh, local crafted items that are in there, you can walk over and, and look at the the bookshelf that's uh, bookshelves now uh, inside the store that represent over two hundred titles that are now all offered by local Georgia authors, including Bob Mosley. And Bob's, uh, the the gift is actually featured right now. So when you walk in, it won't be too hard to find oh, his book sitting right there. And uh, there'll be some certain events. So, you know, if you'd like to get to know Bob Mosley even better and meet him in person on July 20th, it's a Thursday night. It starts at 630 at the Noonan Carnegie Library in beautiful downtown Noonan. He's going to join Clay Bryant Sr., David Allman, and Danielle Thorne, who was last month's special guest, for the next edition of Hometown Novel Writers Author Series. The theme that evening will be Great Summer Reads, which Bob's books all qualify as Great Summer Reads for sure. And don't forget to plan on attending the Sharpsburg Book Fair, August 25th and 26th, where you'll have the, um, the other opportunity to meet Bob and a host of other authors. Uh, Bob, thank you for sharing with us today and with all of the listeners who will be taking listening to this podcast. Um, next month, the July pro, uh, podcast will feature our very own Scott Ludwig. And I know Clay's smiling with that because he knows Scott very well. A longtime Noonan journalist, accomplished author, and an editor, and a very good friend of mine. If you love cozy mysteries, excuse me, uh, if you love good stories that blend over kind of that Louis Grizzard humor, um, Scott is the one that you want to read about. And uh, I look forward to uh, chatting with him um, next month when I get back from being away um, uh, with some vacation travel this month. So watch for next month's edition of Hometown Novel News, hosted by the Noonan Podcast Network and the Noonan Times-Herald. And please stop into Noonan Book Company on Jackson Street in Noonan or the Corner Arts Gallery Studios and Gifts on South Court Square and support the local independent bookstore opportunities that you have in downtown Noonan so you can see authors such as Bob Mosley and a host of others, including yours truly with his books there. And don't forget to mark your calendars for August 25th and 26th for the Sharpsburg Book Fair co-hosted by the town of Sharpsburg, the Noonan Carnegie Library Foundation, and the Hometown Novel Writers Association. You can visit hometownnovel.com and find Hometown Novel Writers Association on Facebook to learn more about all of the events in the upcoming weeks and months. From the Noonan Times Herald Building with Clay Neely, our producer, I am Mike Brown signing off until next month. Tune in next month for our next edition of Hometown Novel News bringing you the latest news about literary events, people of interest, and other noteworthy topics about the ever-changing literary world. Thank you.